Hello and welcome to another episode of The Good Vanilla, a barefoot Contessa podcast where the chicken stock is homemade, store-bought is just fine, and the vanilla is always good. I am your host, Nick Kachanov, and today we are uh, we're spending the day by the water. Let's go down to the docks. Let's have some lunch. Let's enjoy the sunshine. I picked this episode because I thought it would be, it's, uh, you know, it's a good summary episode. I, I want to, like, I want to do, like, an episode where, like, I feel like I need something, like, a classic Barefoot Contessa episode, like, coming up. You know, like, I want something really wacky, but for some reason, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. So I keep going back to these summer episodes, but I guess uh, maybe I will, you know, send out the bat call to all of you listeners what's an episode that sticks out to you that is just like quintessential Ina or quintessential like barefoot contessa like i i feel like i've been doing a lot of episodes with just Ina and jeffrey which is not bad at all but i do miss um you know i feel like there's some good guests i know there's like the Actually, the Neil Patrick Harris one would be pretty good um, because is it Neil Patrick Harris that like he like gives her the Heimlich maneuver or something? There's that gif that I love using. It's uncomfortable, but um, there's the, there's like the Mary Poppins one that's good. There's I feel like there's like another Rob Marshall episode out there somewhere. But um, let me know. You can tweet me good vanilla pod or write me an email goodvanillapod at gmail dot com. Let me know. Let me know your thoughts. It's not that I'm running out of ideas. I can never get enough Ina. I just feel like I want something, uh, you know, I'm I'm fine with the summer sort of series that we're doing, but I want to I wanna pick something good coming up. So anyway, this is all to say, welcome back again. I hope everyone is well. It has been a busy week for me at work and just like in life. Keon and I are both going to Virginia for the week, and I, I don't think... I don't know if I'm going to put out an episode next week because we're like on vacation, but kind of working in the evenings, like we're working remotely. So I'm working Monday through Thursday next week. And then we're going to have some like, but we're like at the lake house. So like, I want to, you know, I want to party in the evenings. I want to sit, I want to sit on the docks just like Ina and Jeffrey and have a glass of white wine. So I don't know. Stay tuned for next week. I might not have an episode, but you know, we all deserve a week off every once in a while. So with that, with all that being said, let's get into today's episode. This is called, well, it's season nine, episode one, and it's called Sure Thing. Sure being, you know, play on words, S-H-O-R-E, which is kind of funny because in Pittsburgh, we always say sure instead of sure, like sure thing. We say sure thing. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of gross, but I can't, I can't like rewind the clock there a lot of that's sort of ingrained in my vernacular so um yeah there's that anyway let's start this episode shall we so Ina begins outside she's wearing white I feel like we don't see Ina in white a lot I feel like it's mostly denim blue or black but obviously you know this is part of her repertoire but anyway so she begins she says Jeffrey's always been enamored with boats. He actually daydreams about having one. I'm going to indulge him a little today and take him down to the fishing docks, but we'll be buying the seafood instead of catching it. For a little picnic harbor side, I'm making delicious Californian BLTs. 
and we're stopping for fresh local scallops that I've served that I'll serve Provencal style for dinner with herbed basmati rice. And for dessert, a classic panna cotta with balsamic strawberries, which will set in the fridge while we're sitting by the water. All of this, by the way, sounds, you know, just wonderful, really. I love a good, I love a good summer evening. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's like that feeling when you were in school or like middle, I don't know how, like even when I was a kid, but like even in high school, like the, like the promise of summer and just like, I wish I could bottle up that feeling of, you know, not having to go anywhere. Cause the closest, like, unless you are a teacher or work like in a school or university, it's like, you don't, you don't get summer off anymore as an adult. I wish, I mean, I wish we could, I wish America would just like mandate that everyone has to take a month off on a holiday as they do um but you know i i just love i can picture i mean we'll get into it because uh ines sort of perfectly describes it later on like just the idea of her and jeffrey going to the docks and watching the boat i think it's really i think it's lovely so Ina starts by, um, she's at the sink, she's spooning water into a glass bowl in preparation for the panna cotta, which translates to cooked cream, for anyone who's wondering, uh, in Italian. And she puts a pack of gelatin into the one and a half tablespoons of cold water, and she just, she kind of just lets that sit for about ten minutes, she says. And next, it's, uh, I almost want to call it like a batter for the panna cotta, but, uh, you know, it's... She's making the, the panna cotta, really. It's three quarters of a cup of cream, a cup of yogurt, a teaspoon of good vanilla, which she comments, uh, she says, is a really important flavor in this. It always is. And then because she loves to see that it's vanilla, she adds the seeds of half of a uh, vanilla bean, which I agree. I do like, there is something like if I'm eating vanilla bean ice cream, if I could see, I mean, obviously it's called vanilla bean, so it should have it, but there is something that makes it more special or I don't know it just feel feels like uh I don't know more bougie I guess it's it's delicious um so she gives that a whisk and then prepares another three quarters a cup of cream in a saucepan to warm up the sugar which is the next ingredient it's a third of a cup to be exact and once the sugar is dissolved she adds uh the gelatin which has sort of like congealed into a like a little glob (laughs) and then she pours the hot gelatin cream mixture into the yogurt and vanilla mixture and then pours it into uh, these individual ramekins and really that's it there's no there's no cooking involved you just let them she says let them chill for eight hours but overnight is better it looks delicious i don't think i've never had a panna cotta i i think to me it's kind of like it's almost like you know what flan is it's it's like it's sort of like a you know we have jello there's flan and then there's panna cotta it, it's just like uh for me i think it's like a little too jiggly but would i turn it down never i would totally eat it and i would totally eat a flan too like if you put that in front of me i think they're delicious but um there is something that's like it's like borderline i wish this had a little bit more um sturdiness to it i guess i don't know maybe that's just me but um, what what's next here? Oh, next up is the the Californian Californian or California BLTs. Yeah, we'll go with California BLTs, uh, and it starts with bacon. And Ina she says BLTs can be pretty boring, but my California BLTs are made with really good ingredients and thick slices of avocado. I mean, yeah, that that does sound pretty awesome. It's sort of like a BLT with the volume turned up, but. 
I don't mind a BLT. I got one. I don't know. We Keon and I were like on our way home from our parents, my parents, and there's this restaurant. Oh gosh, I can't even remember the name of it now. Uh, but it's on the way home, and it's like this. It's definitely like just one of those diners. That's not like a greasy spoon diner. It's like you know, uh, sort of mid level. It's like it's where all the old people go. Like everyone's eating. Like they have like uh like roasted turkey with like mashed potatoes and stuffing you know what I mean people are like eating like people are eating meatloaf and that's on the menu and it's awesome like I love it and I for whatever reason I was just like really in the mood for a BLT and of course Keon copied me I don't know why I get like upset I'm like can't you just order something else but um you know I was happy for him we both got what we wanted just like Anna and Jeffrey um I will say this about a BLT it has to be mayo don't even don't even like come close with that miracle whip. Like I, I will say I, I, I was raised eating miracle whip or, you know, like that's what we used for sandwich and sandwiches. And like, we also used, I think my grandma and my mom still, I feel like I've had this conversation on the pod before, but my mom, actually my grandma is still hardcore miracle whip. My mom and dad have come around and they do like mayo better, but they still will do miracle whip in their like, egg salad and potato salad so you know baby steps but you gotta have mayo you just gotta so um but that comes in later so Ina lays out six pieces of thick beautiful bacon onto a rack and puts them in the oven and I feel like I gosh I just feel like it would be crispy even though it doesn't come out too crispy I I am totally you know I recognize I'm in the minority here I like my bacon a little bit fatty. Not completely fatty, but I don't want my bacon to, like, disintegrate when I bite into it. You know what I mean? I like a little bit of chew. So um, those are my, you know, those are my bacon concerns. Um, Ina tells us about the evening that she has planned for Jeffrey. Um, she says, she says, Jeffrey knows that he's forbidden to shop for boats, so maybe we'll shop for dinner instead. I mean, it's very, it's, uh, you know, it's very, it's like a threat almost. I don't know why Ina's so opposed to a boat, but I do have a theory, which we'll get into, because, I mean, she literally, like, says it, I feel, so, but more on that later. So, next she is cutting up a beautiful loaf of white bread. It almost looks like a sourdough, but it also just, I mean sourdough is a white bread maybe i'm sure bread connoisseurs are like no they're different but you know they're both white in color is what i'm trying to say um she says <laughs> she's cutting the the bread and she's like this is no place for that squishy stuff that you can roll up in a ball and throw at your kid's sister hmm it's like it's just like i don't know why like her saying that feels so it it feels like it's coming out of like a 1950s comic book. You know what I mean? It just feels very like dated like just saying like kid's sister, I guess. Um but it's also, you know, effortless, effortlessly charming um that Ina Garden and her sort of, I don't know, dated references we'll call them. But I used to love rolling bread up into a ball when I was younger. Like if I got like a Hawaiian roll or something or even just like a slice of like Wonder Bread. I don't know what it was. I would just like <laughs> just like squeeze it. Um, I don't know why. I feel like it is a kid thing. I would never throw bread at anyone. I would never waste bread like that. That's, uh, you know, that's sacrilege, at least in my in my opinion. Um, but anyway, she toasts the, she actually toasts the bread on a sheet pan, which like, is very interesting because Keon and I, 
we had like a uh, a toaster oven fiasco. We almost set the house on fire one day. So we <laughs> everything was fine, but it was like, oh my god, it was like such a mess. Like I'm so glad that we were both in the kitchen because basically he set a he set a piece of pita bread on fire. He likes to toast pita, and thank God we didn't leave the kitchen because that thing was on fire. It was like he got he saw it. He was like in the refrigerator looking at something. And um, I was doing dishes and all of a sudden he just yelled like fire and he took it out and he tried to blow on it. I mean, I'm not going to fault him for that. I think I feel that everyone does that. You know, it's just like a gut reaction. It's like fire. Let me see if I could blow it out. But in reality, it just like <laughs> like makes it way worse. Um, but luckily we had a fire extinguisher in the kitchen, which I like I just like picked up and I threw it at him because I was I was like, I don't know how to do this. I probably could have figured it out. You know, you pull the pin and you do it. So he he. um extinguish the fire and that shit got everywhere like yes am i glad the house um you know didn't burn down of course but cleaning up a fire extinguisher like it it went like it was in the kitchen it went into the dining room like we have a lot of like sort of kitschy bits and bobbles and stuff all around everywhere like just like knickknacks and it was everywhere like we're still finding dust like in our tupperware drawer like when we open it up it or it's like i don't know what's in the fire extinguisher but it was uh it was definitely scary i'll say like i and it's it's a you know it's a reminder for everyone to get a fire extinguisher if you don't have one because honestly it would have been real bad like i don't know if we, if we would have thought to like, you know, chuck the pita bread out of the window or like out onto like the back patio. I don't know. But you it's real like it's just it's crazy how much fire spreads so quickly, which I feel is like like such a dumb thing to say because of course it does. But um now we bought we got we have uh two fire extinguishers. We have one in the kitchen and we have it on the second floor. I actually don't know where the second floor one is. I have to uh I have to talk to Keon about that. Anyway in the absence of our uh, toaster oven, which, you know, was kaput after that fiasco, um, we were toasting. Actually, we were toasting bread in the air fryer. Try it. It works. I mean, it actually takes, like, zero time. It's not, you know, it's not the most, like, glamorous thing, but um, it would just take too long to put the oven on. Plus, we don't have AC, central air, so it's, you know, it's rough times here in the summer. We're not putting the oven on unless we absolutely have to. Um so yeah, she takes she toasts the bread, and um, after the commercial break, she takes the bacon out of the oven, and I'll I'll give it to her. It's I think with a thick cut of bacon, like sort of cooking it in the oven, really does um, it comes out good. It seems pretty fatty. It seems like it has some chew to it. So I, I I'd be happy with that. Um, and so Ina reminds us that she's going to Montauk with Jeffrey. Here's where she describes the day. She's like. It's our idea of a good time. Just sit down, watch the boats, revisit our lives, decide what we want to do. It's wonderful. <laughs> I don't know why revisit our lives is so ridiculous, and yet I know exactly what she means by that. I feel like anytime Keon and I take like a really long walk, you know, you just kind of, especially in the evening, you just, your mind sort of wanders, and it, it's just like a reflective time of day, I guess, and especially when you're at the water. There's something that, you know, just, I don't know, it's like a, a chemical change within your brain. You just feel a little bit more, I don't know, centered and open, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But um, I agree with Ina. It does sound wonderful. Um, and speaking of wonderful, it is time for some avocado. Um, 
did anyone see, I mean, at this point, it's an old TikTok, but if you cut an avocado in half, it's a, and then you, the side with the, um, I guess it's a seed, right? It's like that circle thing. I want to call it like the core, but I feel like it's a seed. I don't know. The, the circle thing in the middle of the avocado that you can simply just press against the skin where the circle is and it just falls out. You don't have to stab it. How many times have I like, I like, you know, you have to take like a butcher knife and just like hack at it and then you have to get it just right in there and sometimes it breaks and it's annoying. I know you have to like hit it and then like twist, but with this, you just plop it out. So if, I mean, you're welcome to anyone who hasn't seen that TikTok because it's a game changer with avocados. It's also infuriating that I didn't know that that was a thing like before this. So that's our little, that's my tip of the day there. Um, So the avocados are beautiful. You know, it's uh, she puts them in a bowl with lemon juice and uh, she pulls the toast out of the oven. Um, and I, I don't know about you, but I do like my toast, my toast, like barely toasted. You know, I get I like a little give in my toast, just like my bacon. I don't want it to be so. I guess if the bread is moist enough, like it'll toast properly. But sometimes if the bread is a little dry and then you toast it, it just ugh, gosh, it's just like cardboard. I don't know why. Um, and I feel like the, at the level that she toasted it, like, I just like it a little mushy. I, I sometimes take it out like a little bit earlier and I get like, I'm like, I get like furious when I leave it in for the, like the toaster for too long and I forget about it. And then it's just like charred. I mean, anyone's mad when their toast is burnt, but I get like, I get like moody when it's just like even like a, a golden brown, like a deep golden brown. I'm like, well, the day is ruined. So next she slices up some tomato. It's a beautiful tomato. And uh, she takes the toast out of the oven. I feel like I already said that. She puts mayo on both sides, which I love. I feel like that should be like a national thing. Like we should always, you know, put mayo on both sides of the bread. It's it's like such a no-brainer. And I never even thought of it until I started watching Ina. Um, and then she puts on some bib lettuce. And there, are, this is the note that I took with this. There's a famous quote from a movie or TV show where someone says, and he was just lying there like bib lettuce. What is it? If anyone knows, I will be eternally grateful because I can't place it. It's just like they were just lying there like bib, bib lettuce. I feel like it's some like flamboyant character or just like dramatic like woman who says it. Ugh, what is the bib lettuce quote? He just lay there like bib lettuce or she just laid there like bib lettuce. I don't know. Let me know. Tweet me. Um, so she puts avocado on top of that and then bacon and the tomato. And she finish, uh, finishes it off with, you know, a little salt and pepper and then puts the top of the sandwich on. And she wraps it in foil, grabs some sparkling water from the fridge. And then she packs, you know, she packs it all up in a tote. You know, the waters and the sandwiches. And after after she's done packing, she says... You know, a lot of people say the secret to marriage is compromise. I don't believe that. I like to shop. Oh, she says, I like to shop. Jeffrey likes to go to Montauk. We're going to do both. Uh, yeah, I'd say, yeah, you're killing two birds with one stone is a better way of saying that, too. I mean, I hope, I feel like it is Ina's way a lot in the in the house, you know. Um, I feel like I'm the Ina of the household, too. You know, like, if if I'm in the mood, if we're in the mood to go out or something and Keon suggests a couple of plays, I'm like, nah, I don't know if I want to do that. And uh, so I get it. I, she she wears the pants, so to speak, with decisions. And but I also think that there is something 
uh, you know, I feel like she draws the line with the boat, obviously. But um, I do think that there is something, like I said before in previous episodes, to to the, the theory or sort of, I don't know, idea that they just want each other to be happy. So they each do their thing. But I, I think there has to be a really strong sense of, I don't know, individuality and also like being okay with that. Like you, there has to be like n- not an ounce of codependency between them two. But at the end of the day, they still like to meet up or, you know, like Jeffrey comes home every Friday and they have the weekends together. Like it's it's a very interesting dynamic for any couple. But I think if you find the right person, it just it just works. So maybe that's what she's talking about here. Who knows? Um, what do we got here next? Ina calls Jeffrey. Oh yeah. So she's calling Jeffrey. She's like, Jeffrey, ready to rock and roll. (laughs) She walks to the bottom of the stairs and she says, Hey babe, want to go see the boats? It was really cute. I've never heard her say babe, or at least like not recently. Like I, I know, I know it's in her vocabulary, but, uh, I don't know. It was special to me. Uh, and Jeffrey says, Oh yeah, that'll be fun. And then they just leave and, um, cut to, Jeffrey and Ina are, you know, they're they're cruising through the East Hamptons with the with the top down. And Jeffrey says, hey, what's in the bag? And Ina says, a picnic. And Jeffrey says, I love a picnic. And then he adds, you know, if we had a boat, we can have a picnic on the water. And Ina gives like, you know, a legitimate rebuttal when she says, if we had a boat, what would you be doing? And what would I be doing? And Jeffrey says, well, I'd, I'd take a nap and you'd swab the decks. <laughs> and, Ina, and Ina says, and I'm supposed to be fishing for dinner too, right? And But it was it was like cute, you know what I mean? I think Ina meant every word she said, but it was, uh, it was a cute little banter, I think. So next they're sitting at the docks, just nibbling away at their California BLTs. Ina's wrapped in like this purple, like almost lavender... I don't know what you call it, a shawl, a wrap. It looks like, it honestly just looks like a blanket wrapped around her, but she looks, you know, chic. And uh, Jeffrey can't seem to let this boat thing go. He says, now, if we were on a boat, we'd be having cocktails. And Ina interjects and says, I'd be nauseous. And then he, uh, Jeffrey spots a boat in the distance. And he says, how about that boat? And Ina says, it would take a whole crew to swab that deck. And Jeffrey says, yeah, but there'd be a lot of places we could have a picnic on that boat, you know? And Ina laughs and said, instead of fishing for supper, how about we just go buy supper? And Jeffrey, ever so clever, says, okay, so let's go buy supper and then get a boat and then we'll go have supper on a boat. And Ina punctuates this whole, like, whole conversation with a resounding no. But she just, she laughs through it. You know, it's cute. Um, But I, I, I think we, you know, crack the code. Maybe Ina is not... She's not good on the water. I don't I don't think she likes being I could picture that like on a boat that's like I don't think anyone would love a boat that's just like rocking around uncontrollably. But I I feel we've like I said, that's that's sort of the missing piece of the puzzle here. Like because I feel like if it seems like they should have a boat, they should definitely know about a dozen people who do have boats. So I feel like Jeffrey gets his fill somehow i don't know with with someone in the neighborhood but i mean jeffrey wants one of his own but uh it's not gonna happen so next ina and jeffrey are at a local seafood shop and ina says uh, you know she's talking to the guy oh no she talks to jeffrey first she says what about scallops i can make you those provencal scallops you like and jeffrey's ears perk up and he says "Ooh, like you did at new year's and jeffrey says that'd be wonderful 
and Ina calls Asa over. His name is A-S-A. I saw it in the subtitles. He's a very handsome man. I'd say like late 30s, sort of like he doesn't know how handsome he is because he's always just sort of dressed in like a blue t-shirt. He's got like a real thick New England accent. He's like, hey, Ina, how are you? And it's, uh, I don't know. I was I was quite smitten with Asa. And uh, he's very, he's actually one of the few people like um, that, you know, the few over-the-counter people that are good on camera. You know what I mean? Because sometimes Ina just goes to the shops and the people behind, they're just like, I've never been on camera in my life. And they're just like, you know, <laughs> like white as a ghost. But uh, Asa, he's different. He's got that magic. Um, so she asks for, I think she asks for bay scallops. And Asa says he only has sea scallops. Uh, he said their day boat caught ski, <laughs> ski scallops, sea scallops. That was like a tongue twister there. Um, we learned from Asa that bay scallops are only in season in the fall. So uh, do that, do with that what you will. Um, and then she orders a pound. They look so fresh. Um, and, and this is one of the few times Asa actually asks, he, he actually says how much it is. He says that'll be $15. And you see Ina like giving him the money over the counter. I feel like that never happens. Uh, I don't know why I was excited about that, but you know. Fifteen dollars. I don't know how much she orders. Did I say two pounds? Or she orders a pound. That's a lot. But also, uh, I guess that's a lot of scallops at the same time. Uh, so she turns, she grabs the scallops from Asa and and turns to the camera and she's like, "I'd rather be standing in a fish store than rocking on the high seas." And then she <laughs> she like puts her arm around Jeffrey and they like sail off into the sunset. Um, so next she's back at the house and she is chopping up some strawberries for her strawberries and balsamic sort of, I don't I want to say compote, but just like, you know, the mix. She adds the uh, balsamic to the strawberries and then a half a tablespoon of sugar. And then she adds a half of a, no, an eighth of a teaspoon of pepper. I have never had balsamic strawberries and I'm surprised that I haven't, to be honest. I feel like I would have had them by now at some point place i don't know but i feel like i would love them i love the idea of um i just love balsamic vinegar in general too so i think it would be really great with the the strawberries that's all i have to say about that i guess um so while the strawberries macerate she's going to make the herb basmati rice you know there's not too much to talk about here about basmati rice you know she 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 starts to cook the rice and while the rice cooks she unfolds the um the panna cottas from the ramekins and she takes uh she takes two out of the fridge and dips them in a bot of a bot she dips them in a bowl of hot water just for like three seconds and then she kind of tips them like over upside down and places them on these like really beautiful dishes with little purple flowers i'm really surprised she didn't use i'm so used to her like um, using, you know, like just white plates. So when there's like a pattern on it, I get super excited. They were really cute. Um, she sort of drizzles the, you know, once the panna cottas are out, she sort of drizzles the strawberries around and just, you know, it, it almost looks like, um, like a baby, uh, curla creme, which she makes. I feel, I feel like she makes like a savory curla creme and like a, uh, a sweet curla creme, but it was, it's, it's kind of like that. And then she zests just like a little bit of lemon on top of them. Ugh, I mean, perfection, really. It's just, it's just beautiful. So finally, it's time to cook the scallops. 
and she seasons the scallops before she puts the flour on them. Sometimes people season the flour, but I agree with this. Some, I feel like the spice, um, you know, the seasonings, the salt and pepper, or whatever it happens to be, get lost in the flour, especially if it's that if that's all you're using to season. I I, I do side with Ina here that salt and pepper should go on the scallops first. And then she sort of dredges them in a little bit of butter. Like, I would say a dust, not a dredge. And then she, um, and while that's happening, you know, a, a butter, like a little bit of butter is in a saucepan, and then she plops them in. And while that is cooking, she chops up some shallots and garlic and uh, gives the scallops a flip. And then she adds some parsley to make it really Provençal. Provençal? Provençal? I think she says Provençal. Um and then she gets really excited about the parsley. She's like, how bad can that be? And then she tosses it all in and gives it a mix. It looks beautiful. She adds a third of a cup of white wine. And this sauce looks so rich and bubbly and flavorful because, you know, the flour that was on the scallops sort of like thicken up the wine a little bit. And like the brown bits on the bottom. Ugh, forget about it. I, I, I really feel like it's such an easy dish to make. And I, I feel like I made, I don't know when it was, I feel like it was sometime during the pandemic, actually, in 2020, when um, I, I, we just like were in the mood for scallops and we got some, but I didn't get the pan hot enough. So they didn't sear properly. They were still good. But it, I think now it's like you kind of have to have that saucepan like searing hot to get that nice, like brown, beautiful, like sear on it, really. So um, I'm going to remember this one. I'm going to put this one in my back pocket, so uh, who knows? Maybe I'll make it. Um, and then I guess what's what's next here? She puts in some chopped parsley. Um, oh, this is like the 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 herbed basmati rice. It's uh, She puts some dill, some green onions, parsley into the rice and gives it a toss with a fork. Nothing too exciting, but still, I mean, I would be... It, it is something more than just plain rice, so I'm not trying to, like, shade the herbed parsley. It's just like, it's just simple, you know? Um, so Ina says, well, I may not be able to do dinner on a boat, but I can definitely do dinner for Jeffrey in the garden. So off she goes into the garden. We're outside a glass of wine. It's, it's perfect. It's like the evening time. Jeffrey, of course, can't help himself and asks one more time. He says, uh, so what are your thoughts, uh, concluding? He says, what are your concluding thoughts on a boat? And Ina laughs and says, not on my watch, uh, which is <laughs> which is great. She didn't say it like that, but I, I, I think of like the Ayanla Van Zandt video. If you don't know what that is, you have to go. I think it's like Ayanla Fix My Life, um, A-Y-A-N-L-A. I think I'm spelling that correctly. Look it up on YouTube. It's That's exactly because I saw the I paused it for some reason and I saw that the next line was not on my watch. And once you see that video, anytime someone says not on my watch, like you can't think of anything else besides that. So go watch that and uh, you'll know what I mean. Uh, and next they eat the panna cotta. It looks great. Jeffrey chimes in with his classic line of, you know, this may be the best dessert I ever had. And Ina's like, you always say that. And then Ina, looking like a little buzzed, perhaps, off her white wine. Maybe she was like a couple glasses in. She's like, maybe we toast to a future boat. Maybe not right now, but someday in the future. And she kind of laughs. And Jeffrey says, the not too distant future. And Ina says, the very distant future. And then they just laugh. And, uh, you know, they fade out. 
So while, you know, Jeffrey might not ever get his boat, we in return got another great episode of the Barefoot Contessa, which unfortunately is now coming to an end. So thank you again for listening, everyone. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can, of course, find it on Instagram and Twitter at GoodVanillaPod. And you can also send me an email at goodvanillapod at gmail.com. Send me your episode suggestions. What have you watched recently? If you have Discovery Plus, you know, what episode of Ina have you watched recently where you laughed a lot? That's, that's kind of the episode I'm looking for. Uh, but anyway, I made a Facebook group for The Good Vanilla. Very easy to find. Just search The Good Vanilla. Uh, and if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review just tell another Barefoot Contessa fanatic that also works too and if you want to know where to get more of me you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Kuchanov and you can find me on my other podcast the best supporting podcast every week with Colin Drucker thanks so much for listening everyone stay safe and I'll see you next time